Yes, big girls cry. And so do boys. I am a crier. I cry at movies or even commercials. I sob uncontrollably at Titanic and I never hesitate to cry when I'm sad. I cry when I listen to love songs or when I finish a novel. Whether the main characters got together or not. Whether Prince Charming married his dream girl or not. I am always the weepy one and I have no shame in that. Surreal. Yeah? Being advocates of crying? I am a super fan and no, this is not a commercial for tissue papers. This is just another episode trying to break down all the ways to be happy. And yes, crying could help making you happy. Being raised with the mentality that crying should be done secretly, if it can be allowed to be done, has left us all with so much emotional baggage. Why can't we be normal human beings and experience normal emotions? Why should we pack up and accumulate all these emotions in our hearts? Meanwhile, our hearts are trying to handle a lot. There are so many negative connotations linked to crying. Suck it up, they have said over the years. But never a single why to understand the reasons that we should do so. Crying, just like being happy and smiling, is another normal human reaction and emotion experienced by us human beings. Why can we laugh and laugh out loud, but not cry? Why is being happy considered being strong and feeling sad considered being weak? Who labeled these emotions? And who had the right to imprison our feelings this way over the years? Shame. This is what you hear, considering anything that is human. Asking for help is shameful. Striving alone is shameful. Crying is shameful. But let's talk it differently now. In popular mental health conversations, we hear the sentence, it is okay to not be okay. But in reality, it doesn't often feel okay to not be okay when it comes to our outward displays of emotion. Instead of teaching our kids to stop crying, why don't we tell them to take a little toilet break and use it to give themselves a little cry when they need it? We even try to control kids at a young age and we entitle their tears as embarrassing. Giving yourself the space and the freedom to let out whatever needs to be out doesn't mean we are encouraging people to keep on crying and being sad. It just means that we are giving human beings the space to be human beings and to experience whatever emotion the human body, soul and heart could create. It might be uncomfortable to adapt with the idea of crying. And crying doesn't mean doing it publicly. It just means not restricting our emotional system and doing what is beneficial for our mental health. In fact, crying could be a good tool used to make you feel good. Let's begin with the basics now. What are tears anyway? Essentially, there are three types. Basal, which is the general wetness of our eyes that keeps them moist. It's protein-rich and antibacterial. 
I'm not trying to sound like a TV presenter trying to sell you any tears. But that's the reality. The second type of tears is reflex, which means or explains the struggle of you chopping an onion. So when things get wild in your eyes, this is your body's reaction to clear out anything that may irritate them. Finally, emotional tears. Life happens and tears flow. These tears contain stress hormones, which means that when we cry, we are letting the stress out. Doesn't it blow your mind learning this about your emotional tears? Our tears are helping us clear away our stress, so keeping them means we are keeping in the stress. In Japan, they recognize the need to help people to relieve their stresses and let out their tears. Culturally, outward displays of emotion are frowned upon. So crying clubs have sprung up as a way to help people cry. These clubs are called after tear-seeking. Crying is important because it helps signal those around us that something is wrong and it helps us to elicit support and seek out care. Your colleague could look fine doing her work, but seeing her sobbing at her desk is an explicit alert that something is wrong which means that you can connect and help her out. And you might think that you are never going to cry at work because how we feel about crying on a spectrum. But in reality, balance is key. If the crying feels out of control and leaves us needing people more, we will not feel empowered by our tears. Equally, if we never cry and we swallow down our emotions, then we will find that this is also disempowering us in a different way. Stop stifling this natural coping mechanism because of some crazy societal pressure to appear strong. Stop walking around with a ton of pain and start embracing being a human being. Understand your story and do not be harsh on yourself when you cry. It is normal, no matter what you have heard society speak about. Speak kindly to yourself when you cry and don't let people tell you you're too sensitive or it's not that big of a deal. Crying is brave and it could be a self-care empowerment whenever you need to let certain feelings out. You are allowed to cry over spilt milk, no matter what people want to see. You are allowed as a human being to cry over small things. So cry guilt-free and let the sadness and stress out. If crying helps you feel refreshed and de-stressed, never hesitate to show up as a normal human being with your emotions. <laughs>